0: G'day and welcome to Brown and Hurley's Big Podcast. I'm Tony Burton, dealer principal of Brown and Hurley Townsville, and I'll be hosting this episode. Join me as we explore the history and culture of this iconic Australian truck company. You'll hear from the company, the big rig owners, along with special guests as we continue in our 76th year in the trucking business in 2022. Welcome to the big podcast. Now let's hit the road. Hello, today I'm here with Les Blenner-Hassett, Managing Director and Owner of Blenner's Transport, up here in his Tully depot, the home of uh, Blenner's. So day, Les, welcome to the big podcast. Yeah, hi Birdo, so uh, yeah. Mate, uh, just wanted to start with um, your business. Uh, what got you into business? I know when we first met you, you were a banana farmer, but after farming, uh, I guess
1: ultimately, how did you get into the transport industry? Well, I've always liked machinery, so, I started life as a farmer, or I started life, you know, we did, I did an apprenticeship as a chippy and did a bit of cane work and did a bit of driving for Eric hack and then sort of come home to grow bananas. So we did that for a while and then I sort of got a bit of a, I've always been a machinery man so we got to a stage where I thought, you know, maybe I could um, get a few growers together and then cart bananas. So yeah, that's where that's we where started when I bought my first van and first truck in 88.
0: 88, uh, I remember it well. Um, mm. I remember when we, we first dealt with you then you're the, the old packing shed out of Bingle Bay. Yeah. So it's a, it's a massive growth that you've had in that time. Um, what do you attest that to the the success of Bueno's transport through that through
1: that time? I think service, you know, servicing our customers. we only um we only started with one truck and then second year we bought another truck, so two, and then we went to three trucks and and then all of a sudden you know we got a grower here and an extra grower there, and then when as they we were busy we, we couldn't service it. So it just started a bit of a snowball effect Sam so, with our service. So we got more growers on board, and as they got busy you know and, and grew in their bananas, we bought more trucks. So it was just a slow process Year each year, probably buying maybe one one truck a year and, until uh, later on in their life when we really started uh, ramping her up.
0: Talking about those growers, um, I think I've told you before, but I was, I was up in Innisfil many, many years ago when you were sort of new into the business. Mm-hmm. And uh, just having a beer at the motel, I was staying at, and we, we started talking, comparing notes, and the bloke happened to be a banana farmer. And um, I asked him about, yeah, do you know Les Blanohassett? He's one of our very good customers. And he said, I've got to tell you a story about Les. I know him very, very well. So when he was a, a young up and coming banana farmer, he was trying to uh, buy banana stools, which I believe is what the plant all started on. But no one had sold sell them to him. No one. You know, they, they must have seen it as, a, as, a something, as a opening a new competitor. But he was very proud to tell us that uh, you actually gave him the banana stools, kicking off, on the proviso that you provided his transport. Um, so I thought that was a great
1: little story. And mm. how did that work out, Laz? Did you still cut bananas for him today? We did right until he ended up selling his farm. So yeah, he's, he sold out there, but yeah. He was the back of Silkwood there, and yeah, come and ask asking for suckers, and um, same old thing, you know. You don't like giving suckers away because he's going to be another one of your opposition. But yeah. I said, well, but as long as I carry him, you know, you can you can have suckers. So he was very grateful, and I got him started in bananas, and, and we carted his bananas right through till he sold his farm. Oh, that's fantastic! As you went through your business, was there anyone that you particularly looked up or was influential in the transport industry that um, guided you along, or you just? Well, I wasn't born into trucking. um Dad had cattle, and I was a farmer, so I wasn't, the, you know, the truck driver. Come, you know, you know, started a business with truck drivers. I was a farmer. I'm a farmer by heart. And Tully Mally Bacon, he was always the drama king. So as we got to one, two, three trucks or four trucks, you know, we we were sort of just getting the smaller growers that we could, and I could never get any of the bigger growers because Mally Bacon, he was the um, he was the drama king at Tully. So yeah, I remember Mally. Very, um, yeah, very very good operator, now. And... Run a, run a good show, yeah. So Mally to me, and run a good business. So very influential in my early days of, of trucking, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. So do you think? Uh, I remember when Mally pulled out. Um, uh, do you think your business rules result of that, where locals want to deal with locals?
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. Mally wanted to get out, and we only sold to the to the Toll Group and stayed on for a couple of years, and then yeah, when Mel departed, it, the Toll started falling to bits, and um, yeah, we we. Made our move to Tully then, we are in the, up in our little shed at Bengal Bay Road there, with one or two docks, so we'd come down to Tully and bought this farm here and built our depot, so once we come to Tully, and then, yeah, the, the, the growth started happening, so once Mally sort of departed out of, the, out of his old business, yeah, the growers sort of come on board, and, yeah, you're in country, so country people like dealing with country people. Exactly, yeah.
0: Now, mate, it's been an incredible growth for your business. Um, where are your depots? Oh, obviously, I know you've got one here in Tully, and I've been to your one in Brisbane, which is phenomenal. And, mm-hmm. and since you opened it there, was it two years ago now? Is that the new oh, depot, oh, yeah, yeah. I, I think you've had expansions on that as well. Um, where, where are your depots located throughout the country?
1: So Tully was—we always just started with Tully, or Bingle Bay, and then we come to Tully, but. We're now with our main depot in Brisbane, that new depot with all our freezer storage and workshop and wash bay and, and the amount of room we got there. So we service all of all of Queensland, but we have depots like Brisbane, Rockhampton, Mackay, Townsville, well, Tully, Innisfail, Cairns, and Moreega. So we've got eight depots throughout Queensland, so we're pretty well covered all, all of Queensland. There. Yeah, good one. And Tully remains the head office. Tully remains the head office today. It could change in the future if Lodge takes over. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, you're, you're obviously a, a family business, so your family's well and
1: truly entrenched family in the business. business, business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, you're, both your sons are yeah. involved in that? So, Roger's in Brisbane Depot, and Ben's sort of uh, he's in the Tully Depot, now, so they're both taking more and more phone calls on a daily basis for me, so my job's getting, getting easier with those. You're making devices. yourself redundant, are you? I'm trying to. <laughs> <laughs> Good. That's it's going to be hard to let go, but yeah, I'll yeah, let it go. I, I can imagine.
0: Yeah. So, that I know you've got a bit of a passion for flying, so will that. Uh, leave you a little bit more,
1: more time for flying, do you <laughs> hope? And no, the no, I've given that away too. It's like it's got to a stage if you're not flying like a, every second weekend or something, you think you're going to get home safe, so okay. I made the decision to give flying up and the plane's gone, so Jude and the caravan uh, look like getting a bit more use. Oh, that's good. It's a bit of trouble in front yeah. of you. That's fantastic. So when you're flying in the industry, lads,
0: what do you think uh, the most significant change or advancement in technology
1: that's, that's helped? or or influenced um, where you are today? Oh, just getting better productivity vehicles, you know, making the move to B-doubles, you know, in our road train fleet, and now we currently have our um, 38 B-doubles running the east coast here, Brisbane up. I think The extra productivity in those new um, PBS vehicles has has made a massive difference to our our productivity, and that's that's sort of where we are now. And we're looking for all avenues there. We're looking for the quad singles to go into Sydney to service another run at the west where we can only run singles. So, yeah, we're just trying to get that um, more capacity everywhere we can go. Yeah, okay. So you run up and down the East Coast and 0 through to Melbourne, and you also run to Perth, don't you? It's we service every capital city in Australia. So, all, including no. Darwin? No, no, we, no, we don't. We, Perth, yeah, okay. we, we service everything, every capital city in Australia by Darwin. We've, we've never had a contact there, but we, um, I think we're running 22 or 23 road trains to Perth on round fortnightly ram trip, and, and the rest of the fleet is, yeah, mainly Adelaide, Adelaide, Melbourne, Sydney, yeah, so every... And we're going to every Coles and Woolworths, D.C. in Australia, so... Oh, wow. yeah, we cover Australia. Yeah, that's a big, big operation, absolutely.
0: Mate, um, where do you see the transport industry going over the next maybe uh, 10 years or so? You, you know, like, there's a lot of talk about... Um, electrics and hybrids and all sorts
1: of things uh, and, and driverless vehicles, do you see that coming into our sort of the industry? I don't know how far that is away, but I would see, I don't know about electric, I don't think we'd be able to carry the batteries, but i see with Cummins um, uh, having a go with hydrogen and I think maybe hydrogen could be the way to go, but I'm going to see it in my lifetime or not, I don't know, but we're definitely going to go to another fuel fuel type and yeah, I don't know if it's going to be batteries. Um, yeah, it'd be interesting yeah. to see what yeah. happens. Yeah, it may not, like you said, it may not happen. And driverless, I reckon it'd be great. Drivers, if we ever get that technology, it'd be beautiful to have a um, run some B doubles under towns Townsville there, and uh, maybe lift off on the road train pad with one driver and probably have four B doubles following. That'd be. Oh yeah, what, uh, what do they call that in? Um or a, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. one more on each other, yeah, know, yeah. Know. Drivers, yeah, So that that would be good. I don't know how it works, but yeah, that's, we might be able to get there closer than before we get to hydrogen. But yeah, that would be uh, that would be good.
0: Yeah, once again, that productivity that you've been talking about, yeah.
1: mate. Uh, when you first kicked off
0: into trucks, you, you um, which we very fortunate for you, went, you started off with Kenworth. Was there a particular reason why Kenworth was a a chosen product and and uh, been dealing with Les now since 1988, and, and we were very fortunate last year to deliver the 300th new
1: Kenworth, so that was a bit of an iconic moment. So, yeah, what what led you to, to start off initially with that product? Well, I did a bit of um, driving for Eric Hack, so Eric was a Kenworth man, and I drove Kenworth. So, I've always never bought bought on price; I've always bought on quality, and Kenworth were the king of the road. So, we went down the Kenworth road and same with Toyotas and Toyotas you know, so. And our forklifts is a Toyota fleet, so I always always like to buy top shelf equipment. Bit of whatever, so yeah. back, and yeah, like I said, you know. we starting with Camworth with Eric, and we have to have a Camworth, so. Okay, that's yeah. great. Now um, you're a family company, and Brown
0: and Brandon Hurley, you've been dealing with. We're also a family. How have you found us? You know, like uh, what's our report card like? I guess.
1: <laughs> no, we've had no issues with Brown and Hurley. Like I said, they have a good relationship with Jim. I've had a good relationship with you and Lenny at the Townsville dealership since their first truck, so. We've maybe had a few uh, ups and downs or a few, but it's always been worked out amicably. You know, I think yeah, it's great to do business with, and and it's not corporate, so you know it's, you can you can talk to the owner of the business if, if you need to. Yeah, but yeah. but we've we just had a good relationship, and yeah, there's no need to go go anywhere else. Yeah, no, that's fantastic. You, you mentioned before, just going back to
0: that, it, it, it is a family business, Planets Transport, and you have a, a transition period to the next generation, so. Do you see that the, the future? Like, obviously, those boys will carry that
1: on to see you through. Um, I can't see why not. They're, they're pretty well over the whole business now. Yep. Yep. With Roger in Brisbane and Ben up here, and like I said, they take most of the phone calls now, so I don't get. Um, if it goes to shit, I get calls, of course. <laughs> you get the, <laughs> Yeah, total, but the day to day operations, I don't need to, I don't get too much anymore, so I'm quite confident that I can walk out of here today and. It still carry on. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. yeah,
0: well, we've obviously dealt with both Roger and Ben since um, mm. for many years now, so they're well and truly integrated into the to the business. Hey, that's fantastic. Um, if if any growers are out there listening and wanted to get some stuff or, or, or freight carted by Blemens Transport, how do they go about contacting you? Or where's your main point of contact for
1: um, transport? We have it? our sales lady Leanne who's based in Brisbane, but she's on our website. So sales sales at blemens So yeah. anybody wants anything, they um, can just go on the, on onto their website and get her email or, or phone number, yeah. All right, thank you very much. And it works works good, yeah. Leanne's very good and she's all over over everything, so yeah, she always responds to anybody. Yeah, good. And we're gonna do a bit now, I we just have to get a few phone calls now for the um flood victims. Oh yeah. Did the Brisbane, yeah. So we've yeah. got a lady here organising the container of stuff, we've got a, a lady in Mackay that's cooked up a thousand biscuits for the Mother Army, Yeah. That'll probably all happen hopefully next week. And all and, um, more things, but they all contribute. Yeah, to yeah. Just, just. Do, yeah, do yeah, do the you, on, mate, did you have any losses down in the in the flood areas with any equipment or? or your oh, farm? one uh, one forklift at the Rockley Markets. area. Okay, yeah. we, we, we rescued one, but the the one wouldn't start on the day. They wanted to get it out. And, yeah, of course we lost. But other than that, our new depot at Dara were high and dry in the hills. So yeah, we. No, oh, excellent. Out of the flood zones, which yeah, is good. Good
0: one.
1: Mm. All right. Well, thank you, Les. Thanks for spending some
0: time with us. I really appreciate that, and all the be best. Good, Murdoch. Thank you. Before we go, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. Subscribing means you won't miss the next episode when it's published. Your feedback is also very welcome, and you can reach out to us on Brown and Hurley Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn pages. You'll also find lots of useful information about us and the products we offer on our website, brownhurley.com.au. Thanks again for listening to Brown and Hurley's big podcast. Brought to you by the Big Truck People. This podcast has been produced
1: by the Brisbane Podcasting Centre.